And now let us hear these words from the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at an acceptable time I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way. Through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger. By purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God. With the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet as well-known, as dying and see we are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O God, our rock and redeemer. Amen. I have tried different disciplines for Lent as the years have gone by. I have given up chocolate. I have fasted on Fridays. I have tried to add a spiritual discipline. And the list could go on and on and on. Um, And I would imagine that some of you here have um, decided what you were going to take on or what you were going to give up for Lent. But something that has been rattling around in the back of my mind as we have been preparing uh, for this season is um, the notion that if I give up something or take up something, um, I've been wondering how authentic it really is. The cultural soup that we swim in has a tendency to be narcissistic. Um, And so I doubt my own ability to be able to take up something or give up something with pure intention. And it seems to me that the important question, um, when we travel this road, is whatever it is we do, is it opening us up to God more and more, and is it transformative, not only to us individually, but to us as a community? 
And we have in this text Paul beseeching the church at Corinth to remember that they have already been reconciled to God, that they are ambassadors for Christ, and to see that now is the time. That they have already received God's grace, that salvation has already happened, but what they need to do is remember that and then to act out of that. Transformation indeed. Some of you may have seen floating around on social media um, recently um, Pope Francis' uh, address um, begging his hearers to give up indifference for Lent. To give up indifference. Holocaust survivor Elie Wiesel said that the opposite of love is not hate, it is indifference. Because when we are indifferent, we do not appreciate how deeply we are connected to each other and to this earth that nurtures us and to the God who created us and who called us who named us, who claims us. If we are indifferent, we are not only indifferent to others, we run the risk of forgetting who we are. And it seems to me that that is a worthy Lenten challenge, that it is a worthy um, endeavor. And as I hear myself use that word, I am also aware that I can try as much as I want to. But I cannot make myself fully indifferent, can I? But that what we are called to do is make space within our lives, within our beings, so that God can begin to do that work and continue that work in us. The work of transformation. The work of reconciliation. And it seems to me that Lent is the time that we remember now is the time to do that. I want to share with you a story that's going to seem trivial at first. It's a story about Easter eggs. But as I have been thinking about today and this season, this story came to mind, and I want to share it with you. This ran in Dear Abby's column in 1998. And a woman wrote in and said this, We took four of our younger children to the local community center for an Easter egg hunt. Our Jessica is nine and a half and totally blind. She felt it was more fair to hunt with kids her age rather than with younger kids. At first, I wasn't sure this would work. There were many 9, 10, and 11-year-old kids gathered in a group, anxiously waiting for the horn to sound. Two girls went out on the field ahead of time. It took a little convincing by the head guy to get them back to wait with the others. 
The horn sounded and the kids all ran out, picking up eggs like a huge street cleaner. Jessica had her cane ready, but it's hard to slide a cane back and forth on wet grass looking for eggs. And there weren't any eggs left for my daughter. A father and son were nearby. The boy reached into his small bag, took out a plastic egg, and placed it near my daughter. She felt all around her and found the egg. Her face lit up as she placed it in her bag. The little boy then took out two more eggs and placed them around her. One could see the joy he felt in sharing with my daughter. Soon more kids came along, each placing an egg near Jessica. It was hard for me to even thank the kids because my throat was tight and tears tried hard to escape from my eyes. One child came along with a huge bag of eggs and reached down to grab one of the eggs Jessica hadn't found yet, one that was about two inches away from her. Two of the other kids quickly said, they are hers. And she gently put the egg back within Jessica's reach. That young girl learned a little that day, a little about herself and a little about sharing. And it seems to me what that little girl learned was about reconciliation. Through something as simple as putting a plastic Easter egg back at the feet of a blind girl. These are things that our children easily learn and come to know. And it seems that with the added years, the more mature we get, the more likely we are to forget. That the work of reconciliation, that the work of Lent is made up of a million tiny acts that God can gather up and bring about great transformation. My friends, now is the time. Now is the day of salvation. Amen.